movie and topping your TARDISes. You're listening to another episode of Doctor, huh? Huh? Hey, they forgot to kill Hitler. What the heck? <laughs> I thought Hitler was German. <laughs> Folks, we've been away for a little while. I went to the land of the Doctor, parentheses, real, and I'm not talking about Gallifrey. What's your name? Oh, I'm Jordan, and I, uh, I'm sorry I didn't kill Hitler this week. I'm Sam, and I fucking called it. I knew it. I knew it. Knew what? I the the plot twist. I knew it. I what? called it from the very beginning. No, you didn't. Fuck you. Bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally saw that one coming. All the clues were there, Jordan. <laughs> it was so obvious because there was that part. There was that part in the previously on where <laughs> it was the part in the previously on where they basically said it, and then in this episode it happened again. Um, <laughs> I went to the land of the doctor, parentheses, real, and I didn't see any blue boxes, and I didn't smash through any coffee tables, so really uh, just a tremendous tragedy. You did see a Dalek, though. You posted I, a picture. I did, see a, I did see a Dalek. I was sad to say that it was a replica. It wasn't a real... It wasn't real. I was wondering how you survived. <laughs> it wasn't real. Um, I figured you might have ducked It wasn't even. It wasn't even like a... <laughs> It wasn't even like a BBC prop. It was just a replica for the kids, I guess. Um, I went to Shoreditch. I didn't see any uh, plasma globes or um, blow an entire season's budget on explosions. Did you that actually was... go to Shoreditch? I did go to Shoreditch. I did. Um, uh, it was nice. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm back, and my gift for coming back was that I was very jet-lagged for a few days, and then I got to inject this uh, – if Stephen Moffat was uh, a sixth-grade student in my English class that I don't have, but if I did teach English and he was a sixth – if little Stephen came to me with his, his creative writing assignment and he gave me this, I'd say – it's very unique, Stephen. <laughs> you did a good... You worked really hard on it. Good job. I want to say, Gordon, <laughs> yeah. I love this podcast. I think it's so funny that this is our third episode with River Song. <laughs> and it's the one where we find out... And one of them, she was dead in it. I think this is really funny because, like... This is our third episode with River Song. We now know who River Song is. Does it matter? Not really. Uh, See, that's it, the thing. I I now know her secret, but I have no I, I. It means nothing to me. I mean, okay, this is series six, episode eight. Let's kill Hitler, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Richard Senior. Boy, is it written by Stephen Moffat? I it, mean, previously on, so a couple things Amy, that happened. In Amy the Pond has a baby. And then they say the baby is part time lord, and then, and then, they then say the baby. she looks at Amy. River Song looks at Amy and says, "I'm your daughter." There was some other cool stuff. We saw Eye Patch Lady again. Eye Patch Lady was in it. Eye Patch Lady real. Um, we saw. I mean, this, okay, this yeah. is this is three episodes. I'm so glad that we saw uh, the Rebel Flesh because uh-huh. this is three episodes after the Rebel Flesh. Really, at the beginning of the Rebel Flesh, the Doctor is like looking at. TARDIS computer readouts that say that Amy is pregnant. Three right. episodes later, she's apparently had a baby. She's doing great. Um, it was really fast and easy. Um, we also saw a alien, um, which is called the Silence or something, and they look like that. I don't remember. You oh, saw the is guy that with what that is? Yeah, you saw the dude with like the fucking. They're the face. ones who always tell me to subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> 
they're the ones that tell you to listen to their podcast. They're the ones that I thought were, like, evil twisted ood. They were evil twisted ood. And then, uh, was there anything else? We saw an astronaut. That was, I remember that episode. There was, Who cares? Like, there was like an astronaut and it, like, fucks the doctor up real good. Like, it just Who really cares? fucks him up. Who anyway, cares? Amy Pond's daughter is, is named River- Melody Pond. Do you get it? I don't know. You want to explain well, that to what, me? What might have a melody? A pond. Smiling And serene. what might a oh, pond I see. also be a pond is similar not a, a to pond in is that it's not water? A, river. a pond is not a river. And I a said similar to in that it's water. And a melody is, is not necessarily a song, but I get I it. Said, I said that's not, that's not what I said. It should, her name should be, her name should be Fentune. I agree. I don't her name know should be means. Bog. Her name should be Bog, uh, bog notes that'd be cool her name should be uh her name should definitely be swamp (laughs) swamp tunes (laughs) (laughs) hello sweetie i'm swamp tune (laughs) i want to meet swamp tunes (laughs) spoilers doctor i'm swamp tune That's right. Her theme song is All Star by the funny band Smash Mouth, just like in the memes. Um, we Are there be- memes about Smash Mouth? Uh, I don't anyway. think so, no. What do you, uh, uh, yeah. you think of this episode? I thought it was... I was promised killing Hitler, and I got Meet Dave, and I don't know how I feel about that. See, they forgot to kill Hitler. And we did they- meet Dave, though, which was cool. <laughs> Um, but that's what that movie's called, right? The one where they're inside Eddie Murphy, and he's, real, and he's like a robot? Yes. Because when I be confused with, with the, our podcast with the thrilling documentary Inside Eddie Murphy. <laughs> See, I was thinking of Meet Dave was like when we met Dave on Secret Life of the American Teenager. That was the name of the episode of yeah. Dragon at that week. Um, okay, I will say, as Uh-oh. a viewer Hot who had time. absolutely no context for any Hot of this shit, time. I thought the episode was bad. audacious. It was bad. It was, it was very interesting. No. I guess. You said it was interesting. Did I? Roll back the tapes. When did I say that? (laughs) That was when you said if you were an English teacher. Oh, yeah. Well, that was just to let little Stephen, you know, down gently. I I thought it was wacky, wet, and wild, but they did forget to kill Hitler. (laughs) Never before as an episode. Listen, what was... There's that one that we have on the horizon, dinosaurs on a spaceship. Like, I've got my fucking (laughs) eye on... Presumably in that episode, we find out that River Song is also Ace. There's gonna be, like... There's gonna be, like... They're gonna say, wow, a T-Rex on a spaceship, and then they hit the airlock eject button, and it gets sucked out, and then the rest of the episode is about, like, what if... uh, Clara needed to, like, do some grading, marking, Well, sorry. look, there's dinosaurs on a spaceship. Anyway, let me put away my toys and we can do the <laughs> plot of this episode. Which, uh, look, Jordan, I had fun watching the episode, okay? I guess, I, I guess did. if you didn't know the twist, maybe it would be I, more fun. I can imagine that this episode is a real brain melter when you have any context for it. It was certainly one without context. I will say that, I had that, fun. Uh, yeah. It wasn't good, but it was fun the annoying era is really earning its name this week with both uh matt smith doctor and uh river song uh both being quite irritating is not in this episode for the record fucking mel's bells melody you're referring to melody pond who just happens to look like (laughs) she looks i didn't quite understand the twist of this episode like what so the twist is that amy pond's daughter grows up to look well it's kind of like how it's kind of like how kyle xy looks like adam balin 
who is his bi- <laughs> who is he is not a clone of. Oh, by so the this way. is the best episode of anything. And we're gonna find out that uh, Amy Pond is is. You know, I don't know if enough of our listeners have listened to Kylex Y to make this joke. Uh, so I'll just move on. I didn't like this episode. I didn't think that they killed Hitler, which I was disappointed in. Um, <laughs> you were right. They there didn't. were two parties both trying to kill Hitler and neither of them did it. And I was right, really but not for any good reason. They just forgot. They to. literally locked him in a cupboard and then forgot. And then he did the Holocaust. And I just, I just, I can't. I can't, I can't deal okay, with that. there's some... Okay. Oh, and okay. they said a slur in this episode, too. That was a, another thing that happened in this episode. Oh, yeah, they did do that. Uh, the episode begins with Amy and Rory doing fast driving through a field. They're basically drawing crop circles with their car, and what we ultimately find is that they are drawing out the word doctor in this field so that he will see it from space and land and say hello. And he, like, has a newspaper that says somebody wrote doctor on the big field. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And then they look at the picture of the newspaper with the aerial photography of the word doctor, and it's got, like, a line through it, and they say, we didn't make that line, what's going on? And then, uh, a character who has- Well, hold on, we should should mention at this point that the reason that they're meeting up here is because, um- the doctor is looking for their daughter. We don't know what is actually going on there, but Amy says, like, hey, oh, you've been looking all summer. Have you found Melody? We then meet a character who has the most I have always been here energy of every character of any TV <laughs> hey, show. for all I know, she has. Uh, she hasn't, and, uh, and, uh, that's why there's all these flashbacks to explain that she's always been here and she's always been Amy and Rory's best friend. I think, always I think you are letting your hatred for this episode get in the way of the format of the podcast where you're not supposed to tell me stuff. Oh, like this. well, I mean, all I'm saying is that we, we, this character shows up and they say, hi, Mel's. And then we get a bunch of flashbacks of Mel's being their friend for their whole life. The flashbacks are hilarious because Mel's is. Nuts. She's Mel's a real freak. Is a, Mel's, I mean, the first thing, like, Mel's is such a, I mean, Lady Dis- Christina D'Souza, eat your heart out. Because this is like, <laughs> this is like, I mean, I can't even, I don't even know where to fucking begin with it. She, she pulls up in a car and she says, I stole this car. By the way, Amy and Rory, I I judge both of you for continuing your friendship with this person who is apparently <laughs> just like an agent. Of, she's basically the Joker for her ever since she was like oh, yeah, three she's years absolutely old. Absolutely the Joker. She's slipping she, Jimmy. She's she's doing all the crimes ever. Uh, she's making a pencil. There's a part where she's she, like. There's a part where she's like. I took the bus. I stole the bus. I rammed the bus okay, into the house. Look, I want to get to the bus in a second. First, we need to jack off the doctor because oh, he's so hot. Right oh, when she God. arrives, she's like. Oh, you told me he was funny. You never told me he was hot. And yes, we find out that she is their like childhood best friend. The three of them were all best friends is as it, kids. Is it? A, I want. I didn't talk about it enough last episode about the fact that like the only uh, black characters in the last episode we watched were like children being chastised for being bad kids. And then the only black character in this episode is just like, hi, I'm being chased by the police right now. I just stole this car. Did I get, is that, is it, am I wrong to get bad vibes from that, Steven? Um, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I, I, ha- I don't have enough data points to draw from. I will say that in the forest of the night, in, in the forest of the night, there were some disgusting shit kids who were white as well. I'm, my vibe is just that this is a, a school for <laughs> shitty kids in general. Wait, are you- But st- I, wait, I'm not, not going to say on, that hold you're on, wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
They didn't go to Cole. Are you implying that they went to Cole Hill? Is that what you? They didn't. They didn't all go to Cole Hill. These flashbacks. These, this child did not go to Cole Hill with the rest of the children. Oh, I thought we were. I thought you were just going back to our. No, 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 no. I'm saying that that going off of that episode into this episode, where the first thing that happens is a is a is a black person pulls up and says, "Hi, I'm literally right now, this second, in the middle of doing a a criminal. I am a criminal. I am. I I can't control my criminal instincts. Literally, hear the police after me at this second. I'm going to. And then she pulls out a gun and points it at the doctor. Human gun. She points it at the doctor. It plays gun cock dot. dot mp3 and then she goes we're gonna go kill hitler <laughs> I'm crazy. okay so it sounds like you're saying that she's actually really cool i don't know i mean that is cool is. that is cool of her but she had no follow-through and that's she right that's the problem she didn't, kill she didn't actually do it uh no and there is something uh on that subject that i am definitely gonna want to get into once we actually get to it but i don't want to spoil the surprise we then uh we then so, oh and then the she doctor- says a line that I feel like I've heard. I I don't know if this is like a meme line, but I feel like I've heard this line uh-huh. when she says, "You've got a time machine, I've got a gun. What the hell? Let's kill Hitler." Oh, I want to say one other thing. Uh, Moffat doing his, you know, we are in the Tumblr era, um, mm-hmm. and Moffat loves to to make little haha jokes about like, what if there were two men? <laughs> so there's a teehee joke where he says. Mel's is your best friend. That's funny. She's always been here. I didn't see her at the wedding. And she says, I, he says, I dance with everyone at the wedding. Uh, and then she, he says, the women were into it. The guys, not so much. <laughs> um, but also, yes, Mel's has always been here. Uh, but they She's haven't ever, been here. they haven't ever mentioned her. This is another This is where clue. we get the flashbacks. And I have to, you know, in, in much the same way that I gave, uh, Legend of the Sea Devils an A out of A for trying so uh, hard because of how hard they worked. I'm going to give this episode an A plus for how much this child looks like Karen Gillan. Yeah, I think this kid has been on the show before because there was the whole like imaginary friend thing, right? <sighs> Maybe if we did see her, it would have been really briefly in flesh. We and stone. haven't seen her personally, but we do know that at some point the doctor showed up to child Amy's house as her imaginary. I was just friend. amazed. I thought this was some boyhood shit where this this was Karen actually Gillen. the way. Yeah, the way this worked is yeah, exactly. It's like boyhood. They just knew Moffat knew before they had even rebooted Doctor Who they knew to film these scenes <laughs> we gotta get footage of this and, child and they're because all someday out. Uh, there will be a Doctor Who reboot and her adult self will be on it Mel's and Amy are hanging out Mel's is wearing a t-shirt that says I've always been here always and she's they're wearing talking- a t-shirt that says violent psychopath <laughs> she's wearing a t-shirt that says sickos on it that's her words not mine uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so Amy, young Amy is playing with a, a toy police box and telling her best friend Mel's about her funny but not hot time traveler friend. And then a little boy runs in and says, This, uh, are you, I'm, most... I'm playing hide and seek and you're not thinking me and I was wondering if you would world's be, most... I, if he... this and boy... I was like, oh, I didn't know that Amy had a little brother. This is the world's most pathetic little man. And, I and do... she says, not now, Rory. She, Go back in your can, Rory. Go hide, Rory, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> this is strong, sad. Um, and then we get a scene. God, this fucking made me cringe. Where uh, the Titanic thing? Yeah. Well, first of all, very timely that we're talking about the Titanic. Um, but the teacher's like, "Oh yeah, there's a submarine thing happening right now." Bells. Me- Good question. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. 
I guess you might know the answer to this. This felt like it was a little callback. Surely there's a Doctor Who episode where he goes on the Titanic there's and doesn't save like anybody. Three episodes where he goes on the Titanic, or I mean, there was a thing with didn't like Christopher yeah. Eccleston warn some people not to get on the Titanic. <laughs> there was the guy who's they like, were the only ones he bothered to there's warn. There's the guy in the pilot who's like, and then there was the the iceberg with yeah. the funny British man on it. Um, yeah, so actually, Mel's, I think, you, oh, we haven't even said what the thing is yet. She's, like, in school, and the teacher is, like... Who can tell us why the Titanic sank? And then Mel's is, like, it's because the doctor didn't save it. Ha ha, And I you're stupid for not knowing about the doctor, and she she gets in trouble. I have a question. I have a silly question. I hope this isn't too Jeremy, Jeremy and Jeremy Cinnamon Sins. Um, where, we know, we know the secret of Mel's. You know the secret of Mel's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Most of our, maybe many of our listeners do. Uh, what's her current living situation like? Who, who, who are her parents? I assume that she has parents. Who are they? I don't know. Where, Probably like Amy and Rory's neighbors. I don't fucking know. Well, we know who her parents are. Who is she living She's... with? <laughs> who is she living with? Jordan, have you ever heard of adoption? But like... This was, we find out later that this whole part was like all part of her master plan, right? So was she like a little baby, like crawling into the arms of an adopted, like a couple? Jordan, I think you'll find that they did explain that somewhere, and I'm I'm delighted that you didn't catch it. I mean, I remember she said something about it, but I still don't really understand the logistics of it. Was she just like... (laughs) I think she was literally just adopted by Amy and Rory's neighbors or something. But how did she make that happen? I don't know that there's that much to it. How did she allow that to happen? Because it seems like a devil of a coincidence for a toddler. I mean, they don't even have to be like neighbor neighbors. They could just like live in the same city. (laughs) I don't don't know. I'm not going to get hung up on this. I don't think it's I'm hung up on it. I'm hung up on a lot of things. You know who else is hung up on things is Mel's about the doctor. Because we then get a scene where Mel's is like in the principal's office and she's like... I know, I love, I know that we'll get into what her actual deal is very shortly, but I love this depiction of a woman, uh, I guess a, 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 teen. a teenager at this point, whose life was basically ruined by her knowing that the doctor exists. Like Amy, this is just happen- constantly getting in trouble at school because she knows about the doctor. This is, Amy, this didn't happen to Amy. I also, like, I can't help but feel like if you're a child and you spend your entire life getting in trouble because of outbursts about a mysterious man called the doctor, you'd probably be in, like, triple quadruple therapy for it. And, like, probably. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Not she allowed- keeps in class, they ask questions about history and she's like, uh, the doctor something something, and then the teacher's like, go to the principal's office, and then we cut to see that the teacher is Peter Capaldi, and then we cut to the principal's <laughs> office, and the principal is also, also Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. And the teacher is the one who looks exactly like Matt Smith, and she's like, you're the doctor! And then Amy's like, no, no, he just looks, he just looks like what, <laughs> what if the teacher is played by Peter Capaldi, and then she goes to the principal's office, and the principal is Jodie Whittaker? God, I'm imagining, like, going, I, you get sent to the principal's office, and you go in, and the principal's hiding behind his desk like Peter Capaldi was hiding behind that tree, and that's like... That's such a good mental image for me. Here's the part where Mel's be- goes from like uh, a child who acts out to just the Joker, the sicko. Yes, is when- the fact that Amy is able to like bail her out of jail. The fact that Amy after she I'm sorry. stole a bus and drove it through a botanical I'm not garden. Saying, I'm not 
saying that people who break the law are not worthy of friendship. What I am saying is that I do judge Amy and Rory's uh, <laughs> judge of character that this absolute lunatic who keeps doing uh, terrorism <laughs> and going to prison uh, is a good person to hang around she with. Is, she's, she is uh, a dangerous person. She's I'm off surprised. the chain. She's absolutely off the chain. She crashed a bus through a botanical garden. That's not normal behavior. <laughs> this is behavior. Jesse Kylex Y type shit. Yeah, like what, 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 what do they see in her as a friend? Because we literally know nothing about her besides she's just like, oh, I just came back trying to assassinate she's the prime been minister. There, you know, <laughs> I did successfully uh, assassinate the prime minister. They take uh, Mel's back to uh, Amy's house, and uh, Amy's like, "Oh, Mel's, why are you such a maniac?" And Mel's is basically <laughs> oh, just Mel's. like. She basically says, well, it's easy for you not to be a psychopath, Amy, because you have a boyfriend. Oh, is that what it takes? Is that all? If someone gave Mel's a kiss, would I, she be I like... I really want to reiterate that she calls herself a psychopath. That's she, not yeah, me she saying is, that. She That's is her. by her own admission a violent psychopath. And then she's like, who is my boyfriend? Rory, haha. And then she says, well, Rory's... And then Ro- Amy's yeah. like... <laughs> What do you mean I've got Mr. Perfect? I don't have a boyfriend. And Rory's like, what are you talking about? And then Amy says, well, I mean, yeah, Rory is great, but he's gay. And Rory says, what? I'm really not cool. gay. Really cool of Amy to just make that assumption about Rory. And, you know, he never, apparently he never said it to her. She just, he, she just decided that he was. Well, her thing is she says, I, I just assumed because you've never paid attention to any girls the entire time I've known you. And he goes, uh, 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 I gotta go. And Amy goes, uh, uh, I wait, I, uh. The voice it's okay because they do get married and have a baby, Sam, I guess. the voice you're doing, uh, and the character that he, oh, uh, Amy, oh, Amy. It's Ricky. It's Ricky voice. Amy. <laughs> That's never been a voice that we've done for Ricky Secret Life. Amy. That's the Ricky voice. <laughs> no, it's like Amy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we then, uh, Mel's in her, her, we're back to I mean, it's fitting the- that he would say, uh, Amy. Oh, she does like a repeated line where she says, the pennies in the air, ha ha ha, and now the penny drops. <laughs> Cut back to the present time. Well, time is. You know, it's complicated. We're in the TARDIS, folks. Uh, Mel's, for literally no reason, has shot the TARDIS with her gun that she has. Because You've Ma- been breaking up for the past couple seconds. I was just waiting to hear you say anything about gun, at which point I was going to jump in and say, What the fuck? Why? What? Why, huh? why did Mel's sh- literally shoot the TARDIS with her cool gun? Her explanation is basically that she thought it wouldn't fire, because I guess the doctor told her that she can't fire guns in the TARDIS, so she's just like, oh, cool, then I'll just use we're really the trigger lucky that as she a didn't fidget like, toy. Yeah, shoot herself in the head or something. Anyway, we're back in Berlin. Uh, back in Berlin. We're in Berlin, 1938. 1938. They're gonna go kill Hitler. There's, uh, we then get into the other plot, the main plot of this episode, which is about a Meet Dave style spaceship that I mean, can... for anyone who's not familiar with fucking Meet Dave, we have, it's a movie that neither seen, of us has seen. Everybody has at least seen the trailer for Meet Dave, the movie about an Eddie Murphy-sized <laughs> robot. I think you'll find piloted. that probably anyone younger than you has not seen the trailer for There's Meet Dave. There's nobody 
if you're younger than me, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. We say swear words on it. Not suitable for people <laughs> under the ages of 26. Um, if you haven't seen Meet Dave, it's a movie that everybody's seen the trailer of where Eddie Murphy is a big spaceship and they pilot him around. And that's literally what happens in this episode, except they're using him to kill Hitler. I love that you explained Meet Dave to explain this episode instead of explaining the episode well, and saying basically a, that's what happened. There's to me. like a, a Nazi in his office, and then this like robot man guy comes up, and then inside the robot man, they're like adjusting height, adjusting, uh, engaging nazification ray yes there he's being piloted like a megazord by tiny shrunken down people and yeah he's like duplicating the he's a janitor i don't know if we said that he's he's a nazi janitor duplicating the form of a nazi military officer for as we will shortly find out literally no reason shout out to this nazi i don't clip that um but shout out to this nazi military (laughs) officer title shout out to this nazi for standing there for like two straight minutes watching this meet dave ass robot turn into him and doing literally nothing about it but stand there and go huh what and then he like grows in front of him and he goes huh and then he like turns into his face and he goes, excuse me? And then they- Stop, stop doing that! What are you doing? Stop that! That's weird! Stop transforming into me! I don't like that! <laughs> I, I wish I had some kind of weapon or, or some kind of, you know, power to call more guys. And then he like grabs the dude's glasses and he's like, hey, those are mine! I'm using those! <laughs> stop taking my glasses to complete your disguise! <laughs> and, and then he like- You're being so weird right now! And then he like- sucks him in there's a whole there's a whole drama going on inside where they're like oh go up there there's okay okay all right here pause beep boop hold on Uh okay uh Uh i look steven we i've said many a time that steven's method for writing most of the time seems to be it's a show of comes up with an idea that he thinks is cool and then he gives zero thought to how to make it make sense, and then he just does it. And sometimes he accidentally does a good job of it. Other times he seemingly intentionally doesn't do a good job of I it. I really like this episode, The though. amount yeah. of bullshit, unnecessary contrivances for this episode, where it's like... Why is first the robot... Of all, why is the robot... First of all, there's, there's no reason for this episode to have anything to do with killing Hitler. That, right, that right. has no bearing on anything that why, happens in it. Why... Why is it that the robot, Meet Dave robot, is full of kill robots that kill you if you're not... Yes, where- what is the system here where we will find out right now that the the security system of this robot... What's it called? Like They're the antibodies. Tes- Tesla or, tes- or something? Tesla- the Tesselon, yeah. Uh, the security system of it is that it is full of robot jellyfish that are constantly scanning for life signs that aren't wearing authorized wristbands... And if anyone is there who isn't wearing an authorized wristband, which they, can, they immediately which kill you. We see, the first thing we see of this is that the wristband malfunctions, and if somebody almost gets yes, killed, yes, that's right, that's right. Oh, there's and- there's a tiny lady inside the robot who is like sent to the the like window that is the eyes. And she, like, opens the door, and the security system activates, and is like, we're going to fucking yeah, kill you. But don't forget- And she's like, wait, the- no, I'm authorized, I'm authorized! And she's, like, like fucking pounding on her wristband, like, please work, you piece of don't shit! And then it, like, turns the green, antibodies, and like, oh, sorry about that, we almost killed you. The antibodies are funny, because they say, prepare for a slight tingling sensation followed by death. And they say things of that yeah, nature. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, 
the 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 man the man who is now the man the robot who's turned into the man named Zimmerman uh has uh he they they suck the real Zimmerman shrink him down and then he gets killed by the antibodies um which they say is the people inside the robot say it's he's being punished for war crimes which I mean I'm not going to argue with Okay it. this is so fucking funny because yes they they shrink and warp him into the eye of his now doppelganger he gets killed by the jellyfish but before they make the decision to leave him for the antibodies as they say they first identify him Eric Zimmerman loyal Nazi party member he has committed various war crimes. Kill him. So we're, like, establishing right here that these people are, like, villain hunters. And yet... Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, God, there's so much here that kills me. Why? Why? We we find out later that they're like, oh, we can't kill Hitler. It's 1938. He hasn't done the Holocaust yet. So they're, like, not trying to prevent anything. They're only here to punish, which is wild because they're time travelers. But also, you're telling me that this, like, high-ranking Nazi general or whatever, you could just, like poke him out of existence and history is unaffected history doesn't care if you kill hitler it turns out hitler is the only guy who does anything the rest are just (laughs) like whatever who cares they all just they all just stood there and watched hitler single-handedly do the all of the war crimes uh anyway they the the robot meet dave goes into hitler's office where they don't show hitler for a real long time just i don't know to build which is weird because we know that's keeping, what this is they're keeping all the hitler fans in suspense are they gonna show him? i was expecting hitler to start going wah, 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 are they gonna wah, show wah. him oh no way they're not gonna whoa it's like it's like a it's whoa, like it's hitler it's like walter white on better call Saul. is walter gonna show up is Hitler gonna... out Hitler, man? Damn, they actually brought Hitler in for this episode. Wow! Okay, I want to go back to what I was saying, though, about this whole thing with Zimmerman being pointless, because he could have just been a robot janitor for all that it matters, because he walks into Hitler's office and says, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill, you. kill you! Apparently it's really easy to kill Hitler. I always thought it was gonna, and Hitler they were gonna make sees it... this general walk in and is like, "What are you doing in here? Why Get are... out of my office!" So why even put on the disguise? Why are you going to kill me? I'm Hitler. Everybody <laughs> loves me. I'm Hitler. Oh, um, this was stupid because the control room guys in the Megazord get like jolted <laughs> around and they're like, "Oh, he's got weak knees," and I was like, "That'll come up." No, no. Um, uh, they this... activate justice mode. As I they love put it. I lo- yeah, this is a fucking Megazord. Does Zimmerman like strike a Power Rangers pose when he activates? <laughs> but before he can kill Hitler, the TARDIS appears, and then we find out. No, no, no sorry. I need to. I, one one more thing I need to point out before <sighs> the TARDIS shows up is that they prepare to zap Hitler, but then they go, "Wait, it's 1938. We're too early. Too early Guys, for you what? Are, you are time traveling like war criminal hunters." Why didn't you check the year first, you fucking idiots? I love this because because don't we find out later? Why didn't you later, be like, wait a minute, he's not in his bunker? Didn't we find out later? It's not about preventing Hitler from doing his yes, crimes. Yes, that's that's what it's I was saying. It's just to they, make him really suffer for his crimes. Yes, and the the idea of this is that Hitler, as we know the timeline, shot himself in his bunker. This is saying he didn't really shoot himself in his bunker. A little, they he was made him plucked little. out of existence by time travelers, and then they just tortured him for eternity. Yeah, yeah. I feel great. I feel you know that makes me feel Thank better. You, Steven, about, now I feel so I good feel about so the Holocaust. About Don't the take Holocaust that out of context. Happening. 
Um, then the TARDIS appears, and we now find new lore alert. Uh, the t- TARDIS is full of poison s- stink smoke. Yes, don't, don't breathe, breathe the this. deadly TARDIS smoke, everybody. Uh, will it blend voice TARDIS smoke? Don't breathe this. Um, and then uh, shenanigans related to the not killing of Hitler takes place for a few minutes. Um, Hitler... Thanks. In the chaos, the doctor hides Mel's gun in a fruit oh, bowl. Oh, we're gonna see so many funny, uh, Sherlock sound effects about that gun I liked it. in a minute. Sorry, I liked it. I liked it. Sorry. I thought it was funny. Uh, Hitler speaks in a perfect, eloquent British accent, and he says, Thank you for saving my life, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> He just he's screaming in German, and then you give him a gold coin. Thank you, <laughs> kind sir. <laughs> Blessings of Stendhal upon you. Hail and well met, traveler. <laughs> Hail and well met. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Sorry. Um, and then and then the Hitler's like, "What? What is that funny? Bo- he's, why is he? Why is he fucking? Why is he top baker? What is that funny <laughs> box you've got there, sir?" <laughs> Oh, I'm the Fuhrer. I've gone far. Oh, I've got my Hitler tokens. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I did like the the joke of they, like, crash the TARDIS and Zimmerman gets, like, knocked over and Hitler stands up and they see whose office they're in. And he's like, thank you for saving my life. And the, do- the doctor goes, uh, it was an accident. I thought that was funny. I I I thought none of this was funny. I'm very sorry. Zimmerman starts to stand up, and Hitler shoots at him. Rory punches Hitler in the face and takes his gun. Did they lock like him the, in the nearby I, cupboard. That is the that, end of Hitler's relevance to this episode. Did you not like the part where Rory punches Hitler in the face and he says, "I'm so sorry, sir," before locking him in the cupboard for his safety? I want to reiterate: they lock Hitler in the cupboard, and he does not appear again in the. Are you episode. not going to correct? Are you not going to correct my attempted character assassination of Rory Pond? Where I where? I'm oh making- no! I mean, he does a Heil Hitler later in the episode. <laughs> he does a Heil Hitler. Yeah, he for, does- for no reason, by the way. Well, he does a Heil Hitler. This is like this is like would you? <laughs> this is like would you say a slur if it got people's attention? There's right. An, this is Rory's Make a Wish. This is <laughs> no. There's an It's Always Sunny episode. Where, uh, where Frank saves, uh, like Max life by yelling a slur to get his attention so he doesn't get hit, hit by a falling object. That's basically what Rory does with a Heil Hitler. He's like, I, that is pretty much exactly is what it happens, wrong of yeah. me to do a Heil Hitler if it is to distract a person to, to save yeah, the day? Yeah, although I would argue that the distraction doesn't contribute anything and there's no reason for him <laughs> well, to have done I do, a Heil I Hitler. Well, I will very kindly correct the record. Rory does not say, I'm so sorry, sir, after punching Hitler in the face. That was, <laughs> no, I made that, that up. Rory is, as far as I can tell, he's I don't not, think anyone thought that that happened. But they do lock him in the closet, thus saving his life and allowing him to... You know, yeah. Um, and I'm going to say for the third time, he doesn't appear again. He never appears again. That is basically- He is mentioned once, once, almost, in, they, they lock him up, and I think there's a, a, a line where Amy, who is like, like, shit's, shit's going wild, and Amy's like, oh god, my head is pounding, and Rory says like, I think that's Hitler on the cupboard door. And then Hitler is not mentioned in Goodbye, any context Hitler. for the rest of the episode. That's, that's the last we'll ever see of him on, on this podcast. Um, the doctor then goes to ask who Zimmerman is, and because of that, the people, the little meat Dave's inside of him are like, 
engaging fainting mode and he faints and then the doctor's like wow that was a perfect suspiciously that was a textbook faint it's almost like it's a robot oh and uh, then, then Mel's yeah. is standing in the background near where Zimmerman was standing you can and hear hide and seek playing faintly in the background as we, as we cut to Mel's <laughs> hey Hitler sure is a lousy shot huh and she falls over <gasps> oh, and no. okay all right Not everyone Mel's. shut up everyone shut up everyone shut up I wasn't saying anything but okay no, I'm talking to the listeners. Everyone oh. shut up. Because we go into the robot control room in the Megazord, and they look at the TARDIS, and they say, oh my god, the biggest war criminal did you think ever this is was here. Like, did you think this was like a reference to the doctor, the war doctor, what he did? No, to- I didn't, because it becomes very clear immediately. Well, that's I mean, well he, did, he did do a Dalek genocide when he blew up their planet in Remembrance Well, of he Dalek. didn't, and they're from the future where he already saved them, and they know that it didn't happen. But, uh... Oh, you were talking about remember. Anyway, <laughs> they say the biggest war criminal ever is here. Forget Hitler. If we bag this one, the Justice Department will give us the whole year off. There's no question. It's her. And what we find is that Stephen Moffat wrote this episode, presumably so that he could have all-knowing future people whose job is to judge war criminals declare incontrovertibly... That the only thing worse than doing the Holocaust... Is killing the Doctor. Is killing the Doctor from That's Doctor Who. That's way worse than... Listen. Steven. Six million Steven. Jews. Ten million Steven. people total versus the Doctor. Oh, well, I'm, when you I'm think looking. about it, think about how many people the Doctor oh, saved. Oh, say so many people. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I would trade at one Holocaust for one Doctor for sure. I would say, Stephen, that you didn't need to do that. Stephen I would say that done, you never needed to compare those things. Stephen has done many things, and not a very few of them good. Uh, I'm writing. <laughs> I could not believe when they said has, killing the doc. I mean, they didn't literally say killing the doctor is worse than the Holocaust, but they did say it. They said it. Um, uh, this is the part where you know, little Stephen has given me his writing assignment. I underline this part and I put three question marks next to it. We'll, we'll talk about this when I have his parent-teacher conference. Hey, his little... So, your son, he came up with this, like, funny British time traveler man, and he said that his life is worth more than the lives of everybody killed in the Holocaust. Can we maybe talk about... Can you talk to your son about this, please? Um, the, then, Vice Principal Eccleston walks the, in. <laughs> I'm going to discipline this boy. <sighs> The the doctor then runs up to Mel's who he cares deeply for, um, and they all they all gather around her. Um she says that she wanted to marry the doctor, and then he says Yeah, he he does he does the thing of like, What hey, just stay with us once what yeah, sure, whatever. Once we get out of this and you're all the, good, I'll marry you. The reveal you. here happens in maybe the most batshit way possible, where she says he says, okay, I'll marry you if you live. And then she says, well, I'll need my parents' permission, but don't worry. They're literally right here. They're here and tonight. And then I said, ah, Mel's. Melody. Melody. Oh, I don't remember if we've mentioned at this point that the ponds are white and Mel's is black. Well, we talked about it because remember that I, I was talking about how oh, there's right, like right. uncomfortable racism so about we're, it. So we're all thinking, huh? And then she stands up and her hands start glowing gold like when a Time Lord regenerates. And she says, and I quote, Last time I did this, I ended up a toddler in the middle of New York. So actually, I guess, well, okay, maybe that's a callback 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what the fuck that Did is. Did she like end up as a toddler in the middle of New York and then she's like, next up, England. <laughs> Please adopt me and take me to England. I'm in regular England. <laughs> was she like on the, she was on the Titanic and she got in the boat with a wealthy couple who were really old and she lives forever. So then anyway, uh, then she, I did like the, it's yeah. a silly line and I did like it when, when they're like, what? We named our daughter after you, Mel's, and the doctor says, "Yeah, you named you named your daughter after herself." Boy, my, uh, my, uh, you know, I got sick recently, and boy, you can hear it in my voice. But I really want to, I want to take a second, Amy Pond and Rory Pond. That, that, listen, I know that Mel's has always been here, and I know that she's your best friend ever. I really don't know if she's the right person to name your daughter after seeing as how she <laughs> is a domestic terrorist and. Uh, she literally can't stop doing crime, no matter how you how hard they try to make her stop. And she did kill the prime minister, and it wasn't even. She one- regenerates into Alex Kingston. She does. She does. Isn't that the name of the guy from uh, from uh, from Beastly? I I couldn't possibly remember. Fair the enough. Name of the guy from Beastly. It was something. No, it was something Kingston. Because wasn't the- that the name of the guy from Decker? <laughs> She regenerates into Special Agent Kington. Uh, uh, okay, here's... I need to raise this question, and obviously we'll mm-hmm. find the answer to this eventually, but what the fuck is going on here in terms of, like... Because for there was a time briefly in Flesh and Stone where I was trying to figure out if the Doctor had gotten Amy Pond pregnant. I think it's but, more if you're pregnant on the TARDIS somehow you get Time Lord. You you just absorb some of the Doctor's re- residual semen floating in the air. Here's another thing I want to talk about real the, quickly. The, the traces of nuts once busted. I I was I I'm nervous now because okay so like when the Doctor regenerates we always get like he's all high hopped up on chaotic regeneration energy and he goes oh fingers look at me oh my nose and this is like what if that was misogynist is what happens here is like all she wants to talk about is her weight for some reason and her dress you don't think size. that Stephen Moffat is good at writing women? I don't think he's good at writing women. You don't women think that Stephen Moffat is good at writing <laughs> women who are psychopaths? Women, women who, she's just like, wow, oh, what, I hope I don't get wrinkles. Oh no, what if my dress size is up? Oh my god. And then also that made me nervous. Uh, not that I don't think Moffat wrote it, but I'm nervous now. I don't know what I, I don't want to know what Jody says when she, I mean, I hope it's good. I hope it's good because I do like Jody doctor. I hope that she doesn't also say some whack ass shit when she regenerates into a woman for the first time. That would be weird. And I don't want to, I, I, I just hope they don't do this basically. Yeah. Well, she, I'm going to, I'm going to put, put a line of dialogue out there just so that in case it ever is... I, I don't know if this is a callback to something. I don't know. Oh, the Hello but Benjamin. Yeah, in, in the middle of her, like, looking at herself in the mirror and being like, wow, my hair, I love it. Which, hey, at least this time they didn't immediately start by insulting the actress' appearance. Wow, I look like a fat sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my stupid ears. No, she she's just, like, looking in the mirror and talking about how hot she is. And then she she does, like, a flirty pose... And she goes, hello, Benjamin. And the doctor goes, who's Benjamin? And I'm just putting that out there in case that ever comes up again. And I will go, oh, oh that's why that's, she said that. It's because that's what the doctor's real name is. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
the reveal. Yeah, he goes, "Who's Benjamin?" I, I, I've never heard that name before. Uh, she's flirting with the doctor. Uh, she like gets up in his face and like rubs herself on him and stuff. And then she says, "I'm gonna go weigh myself." Yeah, that's g- g- cool. Um, and then Amy, I think, says, "What's going on here?" Melody is River Song. And then Melody, uh, I'm going to be calling her Melody for the rest of the episode, for the record, because she's not really River Song. Whatever, yeah. she's going to be River Song eventually in her timeline. But to me, this is a different character. Um, yeah, we've she, seen River, and she doesn't act like this, I do agree. No, <laughs> she doesn't act like fucking Daffy By the Duck. way, I really like the fact, so like, we we... Our first exposure to River Song was in Flesh and Stone, where she was arrested by Christians. First for, of three, this being the third. <laughs> uh, she was arrested by Christians for for murder of the Doctor, and eh. she was serving her punishment by they made her go on a spaceship with bad guys on it. Uh, or whatever. That was what her punishment for killing the Doctor was, and then this week we find out that it's only because the Meet Dave crew hadn't gotten to her yet. They were, like, looking for her through time to really give her her yeah, justice. Yeah, although I, I will say, if they had killed her here, that would have created one hell of a time paradox, huh? Good thing they didn't do that. Good thing time paradoxes don't happen on this episode, except for, or on this show, except for the one time it did happen, and it was a whole episode. A, and we liked that one. It was a good one. I have a problem with this episode, and this might surprise you, but <laughs> I do. Um, here's, here's my problem. Uh-oh. I think that there's, you, <laughs> well, here's one of my problems. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that if you're going to do the thing where we meet River Song at the very beginning of her life, also River Song apparently is part-time lord, what the fuck, uh, I called it, just kidding, um, I think that you can do one where she hears them say something and, like, makes a mental note of it and then takes that into her character for later. We find that, like, basically all of her, like, uh, idiosyncrasies, I've almost, for- I started to forget the word halfway through and really then I proud of you it. for getting through it. Are all things that the doctor says? Yeah, so apparently she's just like... Like, the doctor's like, oh my spoilers. god, it's River Song. And she's like, who's River Song? And the doctor says, spoilers. And, and she's she, like, I'll say that and, and says, call myself that. And doesn't he, doesn't he say hello, sweetie, to her also at some point? Yeah, I think, I think he's the one who says sweetie, and she's like, I'll say that also. <laughs> we basically find out that this entire episode is like time loop cyclical shit where... Of her personality. Every... Everything that River Song becomes is just stuff that she heard the doctor say. In which this the doctor, lear- which the doctor is mimicking from hearing it from her. So really, who did come up with it at the end of the day? Because it was, it just kind of has always. She was always like that. It came from the gift sets. It was born from the gift sets. <laughs> um, uh, back in the Megazord control room, the captain guy uh, confirms there she that's is. her. All right. Melody Pond, the woman who kills the doctor, we which then, is worse than doing the Holocaust. We then get this fucking Penn and Teller ass scene where the doctor has, like, sleight of hand. I liked it. I'm sorry, I did. If you've seen Sherlock and you hate Sherlock like I do, um, every <laughs> time it cuts to a... Fl- which is... Whoosh, 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 um, where, like, the doctor's like, I hid the gun in the bowl. Whoosh, and then I took the bullets out. Whoosh, yeah, the, I the, the, the the sequence of events, the comedy of it is that she pulls out Hitler's gun and we find that her Hello Benjamin moment was her retrieving it from the chair that she was posing flirtatiously on. She pulls the trigger, but 
We find out that while she was regenerating, he unloaded it. She says, I knew that you did that. That's why when I was getting up in your grill, I was grabbing my gun from the fruit bowl. He says, I knew that you knew that I did that. So I turned the fruit bowl around. She pulls out what she thinks is the gun, but it's actually a banana. Uh, and I think what the the thing that tied it together into a joke that I did like is when she pulls out the banana and says, ugh. It's going to take all day to kill you. I thought that was a fun... That was kind of funny. I was, a was fun really, punchline. I was really shocked because I was going to come up with a, a joke about this and it ruined my joke, but I'm going to still come up with a joke anyway, um, which is a new a new uh, thing in media. I'm going to call it... I'm going to call it Kay's Law. Uh, Kay's Law is that if there's ever a comedic moment of, uh, revolving around a banana, someone has to mention potassium. And how there's potassium. It already happened on Doctor Who at least once. Did they, did they mention potassium in this Not scene? A, no, but that's what I'm saying is that it broke Kay's law and I was so ready for it. I was so ready <laughs> it for it. It broke the law you just invented. It broke the law I just invented. But I was like, oh my god, there's going to be a line where she pulls out the banana and she says, what am I supposed to do with this? And then the doctor goes, it's high in potassium. But then she didn't do that. So now my joke is over. But be on the oh by the way real People quick do love saying potassium real quick real word. quick uh we didn't mention it but there was a clever count of two for this episode right at the beginning the doctor says it twice in a row oh i i totally missed it mm-hmm. clever count of two uh she what then, was the dialogue i you think i fucking remember i don't know i was oh I, yeah if, if i didn't write it down yeah <laughs> then you wouldn't have it i don't um this uh, is the part where they say the question on everyone's minds hey if your whole thing is that you want to kill the doctor, I don't know if that was clear yet. Her whole thing is that she wants to kill the doctor. I think the doctor says she's brainwashed, but she's anyway. She's programmed to do it. There's something about Devil's Run. It probably has something to do with that. Yes, if your lady. whole thing is that you wanted to kill the doctor, why didn't you just do it when you had a gun in his face earlier? And she says, please, I had just met him. I'm rude. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that's I'm a psychopath. Just, I wish she had said that. Please, I'd only, I'd only just met him. I'm not rude. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> here's a here's a joke for you and maybe you alone. Uh, is that the doctor says, Melody, why are you doing this? And then she says, because I'm a terrorist. Because <laughs> I'm a psychopath. I think we've met. I think we've referenced ambition on probably all of our podcasts now. Well, I had to I have to. I have to make the hat. We trick, we right? we got we got friends who know ambition. Uh, so yeah, she's a sicko. Um, and then she she oh, oh yeah no. yeah. To to your point, the do- the doctor says like she's programmed to kill me. That must be what Devil's Run was about. That building so we'll you find were out in about the, that, that eventually. The building you were in for all that time, Amy. Remember in the previously on, there's a part where Amy says, I thought it was on the TARDIS, but I was actually here this whole time. So that must be Devil's Run. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm saying probably speculating about things that I technically have seen, but I don't remember. But so I want yeah, spec- I, would, I would hope not. I would hope that no one remembers any of this shit. Uh, she does. Okay, she does call him sweetie and give him a give him uh, give him kiss. Uh, and then the, the doctor says, "Only my oldest and closest friend, River Song, who's my wife, my wife, uh, gets to call me that." And then she says, "Wow, I wish I was named uh, Swamp Tune." Uh, and then, and then, just to emphasize how twisted she is, she looks out the window and says, "Ah, 1938 Berlin, the smell of I war love, in the air. I I'm love so fucking horny for it. I love everything that's about to happen in the next. I uh, love the Holocaust, even though it's nowhere near as bad as what <laughs> I did. Everything that's about to happen, I wholeheartedly endorse. Bye." <laughs> and then she leaves. God. Yeah, she she rescues Hitler and says. 
I'm going to protect you. You're under my care. Um, and unfortunately, listeners, uh, it is at this point that this episode becomes uh, what I would uh, affectionately refer to as a Gagu episode. Uh, because as why is that unfortunate? We love a Gagu. We do episode. love a Gagu episode, but uh, it's more because I just would like the Doctor to be doing things other than laying on the ground, going "Ah, I'm dying" for the rest of the episode. He's not even the he's not the only one who Gagus in this episode. For anyone who hasn't listened to our podcast, Kyle likes why Gagu refers to a character a bumbling being sicko being almost f- comically tortured <laughs> and, and just say, in agony, but in a way that sounds so and funny. looks really funny. Uh, so he's like, but yeah, it turns out, uh, much like, uh, the hit t- uh, movie Batman and Robin, or is it Batman Forever? I don't remember. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I haven't seen either. She is giving him a poison kiss. Um, is, uh, in most media where a poison kiss is involved, and I think it's really funny because we, like all the other ways that she tries to kill him and is thwarted, we see her, like, prep for it, right? She grabs the gun. She grabs the gun out of the fruit bowl. And then at some point, she poisons her mouth with an uncurable death poison that somehow, I guess because she's regenerating. Okay, yeah, this is the dumbest shit. I, this, the, the poison uh, uh, lipstick kiss is the stupidest and, fucking trope. But did that's she, like we saying, didn't see her oh, put I the killed you on. by putting a knife against my chest did you and like, giving you a big way, hug. And it's got a blade on both did sides. Did you like, by the way, that this poison is such an evil bad poison that we find out later that it turned off it like it didn't it say your regeneration has been deactivated i i think that that's because this is the 13th doctor this isn't or, the 13th uh, the, doctor what, sorry what the, was it not there, the 13th he doctor. has 13 lives and he's on life 11 yeah or does he have 12 uh, lives? actually oh i don't know i kind of got the vibe that the thing that ultimately saves him at the end of the episode is the thing that like extends his regeneration no, cycle. No, 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 I don't really have much context The regeneration for that, cycle, I think, I think, I think that from what I understand, Capaldi Was doctor, that poison just so strong I think the that poison was just so fucked it? up that it's just like, nope. It's like I'm gonna, I'm always... I'm gonna look this up real quick. Don't look it up. I don't want you to get spoilers. River Song Face. I'm gonna look it up. I'm not gonna read anything. I'm just gonna well, see it. I've oh, always wondered... I didn't realize this was a real plant judas tree i've always wondered like if you put the doctor in a wood chipper could he regenerate or like if you put him in a meat grinder if you threw him into the sun slurp back together like slurp back together like okay no you are right first of all this is this is a very short article so i could i know i can read it because it's only in one episode uh it is a poison that can kill a time lord within 30 minutes disabling regeneration that's the word your regeneration has been disabled it got turned off Yes, yes, it is. It is so poison that you can't regenerate. You from can't this. even become a funny new guy afterwards. But yeah, okay. The the poison lipstick, like this, is the strongest poison in the universe, presumably, and it's so incredibly powerful that it can kill the doctor and prevent him okay, from ever regenerating. I don't want to be. I don't. Once again, but I, also she can put it on her lips that it gets yeah, through his lips because 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 there's a part where she gets shot a billion times. We'll talk about this later. And then she like explodes the bullets back like an Agent Smith or something like in the Matrix movie. But and that's because she's still regenerating. But if the poison makes you not regenerate anymore, <laughs> does why, it, why bring that up? Like, doesn't that break? It? Surely that. How did you- this is that's just such Steven shit though to I know, be like right? this so is the worst poison ever the stakes are really high right now and you're like 
but they could be higher. And Steven's like, no, they couldn't. I'm going to write like, down oh, no in, my, in my red pen, I'm writing down very creative. However, I have some questions. <laughs> I have some questions. There's a little plot discrepancy here, Steven. Can we? Anyway, can she we... jumps out the window. Uh, so cool. He gives Amy and Rory the screwdriver, which is important for later. Uh, and he tries to get to the TARDIS. I I did I did kind of like the joke where Amy's like, but you said the smoke is deadly. And he says, the poison's more deadly. The smoke doesn't really matter at that point. And she's like, okay. I was lying. Uh, what was the thing where he's like, he's like, River is brainwashed and she's a woman. I can say it. I'm dying. He's doesn't care about PC anymore because he's dying. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I've hated women this whole time. I think he's uh, saying we go to she's Melody. dangerous because she's crazy and also she's a lady. She's Watch probably out. on her period. Oh, hey, Melody. this is a cool part. This is this is Stephen. I want to I want to underline this one a couple times. This one where she uh, and I do see in your notes that you didn't write the slur. No, I uh, didn't write the slur. Thank, I wrote yeah, Romani. Yeah, where she says. Uh, Hey boys, this is like one of Steven's, Nazi soldiers who of, confront her. One in the of Stephen's favorite things to do is to be shocking uh, to people who are like bigoted. This is like that thing in in uh, in the Snowman where they're like, "Yes, I'm I was going to say married to a woman." Th- you see, this is exactly Madame Vaster's line where she's like, "Did we, I'm by a the way, woman oh my from God. the beginning of time, and I'm married to a woman?" Did we see Madame Vaster in the previously on? Was that who that was, or was it another like green looking lizard? Lady? I don't, I don't think I would have. I feel like I would have noticed if she there was, was in like it. a green lady. Anyway, yeah, it's possible. I just didn't she says, see it, but hey boys, are you ready to get super triggered by what I'm about to say? I'm going to a gay disabled uh, wedding, and she says the slur. Um, and I just wanted to swing by and kill Hitler, and they go, Wow, I'm so shocked by the things you all said. Die, and then they shoot her, and then she Wow, goes, this lady is so progressive, wow. say the Nazi soldiers. <laughs> And, and and everybody in the in Berlin nineteen thirty she is virtue signaling kill her everybody in nineteen thirty eight Berlin applauded um, <laughs> with their guns with their bullets at her uh, and yeah I don't know what the precedent for this is but they fill her full of bullets and she says I'm, I'm regenerating. still regenerating and they the bullets like fling back out of her and kill everybody and then she takes a motorcycle and two guns bitch and she because uh, extra cool. Amy and Rory catch up to her and she says, Mom, Dad, I'm going shopping because I'm a girl. And then this is the part where Rory finally, for the fr- he's always wanted to have an excuse to throw a high Hitler <laughs> it's out. It's so weird and unnecessary. He like, okay, this Nazi comes out and sees all of the dead Nazis and he says, uh, well, I, you see, um, and then he, he as if like... As if it's like a reflex for them where he goes, Heil Hitler, and then the other guy is like, ah, I got no yeah, choice. T- to be clear... Rory tries to distract this this Nazi soldier who's like like hey, what are all these dead bodies by doing a Heil Hitler and the soldier just instinctively follows suit and while he's doing it Rory punches and him in the Rory face. And then Rory does I feel say like he could have just punched him in the Rory face. Rory does say I'm so sorry sir. I'm so sorry for punching him in the face. Um and then they ride off on his motorcycle and then he okay, gets up and this it turns is out my, he is the is android. My, this is I know we don't do cool time moment, but this is my cool time moment is the part where the Meet Dave robot just turns himself into into himself but with himself, a motorcycle. But with a motorcycle. It's off screen, but like you get to imagine okay. it. I did love I, it. 
I couldn't give this any credit because we don't see the motorcycle materialize. That's okay we just have like a close was... up on his face, and I think we like go into the control room. No, you then just we come back him... and he's got a motorcycle. No, 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 like, no, no. Oh, It's on. better than that. He puts his hands out in front of him and just kind of lowers down, and that he's on a motorcycle. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was fun. Um, we're back something. inside that's the something. Meet Dave gang, and they're like, "Wait, the doctor's poisoned, but we." <laughs> We know the records show that he dies in Lake Silencio, Utah, 2011. I wonder why Silencio, where have I heard that word? Yeah, Lake yeah. Silencio is, Great. I, I, I have no context for what the silence, the silence is, is yet, but it's very funny that they apparently have a lake named Ow, after my their nose. cult. Ow, my nose, it's so on it. Um, uh, I, I do also want to note, I don't know if this is at all important, but April 22nd, 2011 is when they say he died. The day before this series premiered was April twenty. Uh, uh, the it premiered on April twenty third, the day after the Doctor and died. Then we find out I don't know if that is relevant in any way or if that will ever matter. But that it's, we that's what have it we is. come across the concept of canon events on Doctor Who before, where they're like, we can't change. I know that there's a thing about. I feel like I heard this. It's a fixed point. We can't change it in I reference think, to Gallifrey. I think that that has come up a couple times. I feel like it's come up in reference to the Time War in Gallifrey, but maybe. Yeah, we know. You know what's not a fixed point though is the Kennedy assassination, apparently, which again ties into the fact that the Ninth Doctor did do it. We did see in the previously on the Doctor get fucking murked by an astronaut. So cool. So I really good. don't remember that, but I, I'll take your word for it that I just wasn't looking when it happened. Um. Then, but yeah, one of the one of the people in the in the robot says like time can be rewritten. Remember Kennedy? Very cool. Um. They're not talking about that one. They're talking about uh, JFK Jr. and how he's still alive. Mm. Uh, then we see the doctor gagooing his way into the TARDIS. He says, I need my voice interface. And then, okay, this is so weird, by the way, because they made such a point about the smoke earlier. The doctor literally just crawls into the turn TARDIS and fan. says, turn on the fans. And it clears the smoke. And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, I want to extend a, a very special doctor, huh? Welcome to Donna Noble. Welcome to the show, Donna. Uh, this is not the first appearance she deserved from what I've heard about her. This is a shitty way for her to show up. Also, Look, okay, here's what happens, is he says, TARDIS, give me the voice interface, I need someone to talk to. And it projects <laughs> an image of fucking, himself. Does the doctor have the Cinco identity generator on his TARDIS? Yes, and it projects an image of himself, and he says, no, give me someone I like, which is twisted, and he hates himself. Very George Jurgens. Very, very uh, Then it gives him an image of Rose, and he says, oh, great, now I feel guilty. And then it gives him an, uh, an image of Martha, and what he says, happened? more guilt. And I said, oh, R.I.P. Martha. Yeah, what happened to Martha? I don't remember. What happened to Martha? What happened to Martha? And then it gives him an image of Donna, who has not appeared on the show for us before. This is hello, and, Donna. And he says, oh, even more What guilt. happened to Donna? I don't remember. What happened to Donna? What happened to Donna? Also, goddamn, this dude gets through companions. He fucking huh? shreds through. And then, and then Yaz, Dan, Graham, and Ryan all appear, and he says, oh, man, I don't even know who these people are, but they <laughs> definitely died because I of I blew me. all their heads off with a shotgun in the finale. <laughs> uh, and then he... And then he's like, can you please, can you please find someone who I haven't fucked up yet? And then it's like Babby Amy Pond from the beginning of the episode. And he says, oh, great. The one per- I haven't fucked you up yet, yet, yet. We don't know. We don't know. I, yeah, I love that he's basically saying, like, I have fucked up Amy Pond. I mean, we've seen, we've seen, uh, we've seen the snowman. He's very sad about Amy Pond. Remember, remember Sam how, remember Sam how Clara knew something about the doctor? The word she said to the doctor to get his attention, it was Pond. 
Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yes. Oh, and she says you have this special super Time Lord poison that kills Time Lords. And <laughs> yeah. he's annoying about it because it's the annoying area. Yeah, era, you, have the, like, you have the biggest poison. It, it regenerates your... your it, it disables your regeneration. Also, there's no cure. And if you fucking, try to bounce it back on me, it bounces back on you like ten times. This is like the fucking Donald it Trump back on poison. You ten times. It's the be- this is the best poison. Nobody's ever had a poison this good as this poison. Okay, well, I have a rocket launcher. Well, I'm actually wearing the armor that turns the rocket launcher into poison if you shoot it at me so you'll only get more poison so you shouldn't even they bother do this to annoying bullshit where he's like this will kill you in 32 minutes and he goes great well that means i have 31 minutes to live and then he she also says, gets racist against scottish people in the process for no reason <laughs> you scots have never conquered anything what is he, in your he's, life he yeah he says like oh what do you know you scots you've never conquered anything not like my beloved ice warriors <laughs> he loves those guys so much they're his favorite there is comfort. I, I there did. Is, I did like the weird fucking no Scottish Sam, racism on. aside. I like the part where she's like, "You're gonna die in 32 minutes," and he's like, "Do you have to keep focusing on the negative?" And she says, "You'll be fine for 31 minutes." Do you think that <laughs> those ice funny. warriors are like his comfort aliens? He's just like, ah, <laughs> uh, my beloved. When I'm stressed out, I just watch videos of them <laughs> conquering. When I'm stressed out, I just watch. Uh, I just watch the Invisible Enemy. No. What was that one uh, called? Seeds of Death. Yeah. God, uh, here's a moment that that I have no context for. Is he? He? I, I assume that it's him remembering Amelia because the TARDIS voice interface keeps insisting that it's not oh, Amy; yeah. it's just a robot, whatever. But then he hears Amy's childhood voice in his head say, "Fish fingers and custard," and he's like, "That's it! Fish fingers and custard! Ah, Amelia Pond, you son of a you bitch, ha, little ha, rascal! Fish fingers." He like he like activates the TARDIS. You know, he's like fish fingers you, uh, and custard. And I'm like, this phrase? is probably really cool to someone. Yeah, who knows I was going to ask if about. you've heard the phrase. If you'd like in your travels, if you'd heard the phrase fish finger, or have I said something about fish fingers and custard on this? Podcast? It doesn't ring a bell to me. Um, we then go to like I don't know, I don't know like Melody Pond. Is it like the Kit Kat Club or something? There's all these it's like some, cabaret, some girls Nazi or something. banquet or something. Well, it looks like a fancy dinner party, and then like. All these cabaret girls run outside, and I was very confused by that, but... Um, Wait, all these what run outside? Cap- like, cabaret ladies and, like, cabaret... No, 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 you fucking idiot. What? <laughs> Come on. What? No. What? She said, I'm going shopping, oh! I don't have anything to wear. She goes here, and she says, all right, everyone, and she pulls out two I machine see. guns and says, clothes off, and then a bunch I of women in their underwear that. run outside I screaming. Listen, I forgot. I was distracted by how cool and epic... River song as Melanie. You, yeah, you were distracted by how cool it was to threaten to kill Nazis, but how uncool she doesn't it was to do not it. do it. She kills no Nazis in this episode. <laughs> they don't kill Hitler. They forget. They put him in a closet. Uh, I do like when Amy and Rory pull up outside in the, on their motorcycle. Yeah, this is the part and where then the another Amy her. pulls up next to them and creaks mechanically. <laughs> Robo Amy. Um, River Song puts on uh, an outfit, and then she's just wearing, like, a Nazi jacket with Nazi medals on it, so that's cool, River. Um, Melody. Yeah, she's a psychopath. Uh, Robo Amy walks in. It's the android. We see that Amy and Rory have have been zapped inside of it. I I don't really really know uh, why. You know, on Secret Life, I was really disappointed by the Robo Amy arc. I really thought they could have done more (laughs) with that concept, but they just never really went. She just mainly just talked about, like, how she wasn't getting along with Madison and Lauren. Hey, this is really weird, though, because they made such a big point before when they were like, we zapped that guy and brought him in to be killed by jellyfish because he's a Nazi. But we're going to hit. But they see Amy and Rory and they're just like, I don't know. Uh, Kill him. Whatever. Whatever. Um. 
They suck Amy and Rory into the, to the robot. The, uh, antibodies activate and they say in their own little funny ways, like, ha ha, we're going to get you. Ha ha. It would be my pleasure to kill you or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Amy be- pulls out the screwdriver and Rory says, remember, it has a psychic interface for later in the episode when you use it to save the day. Uh, and then one of the, one of the guys, one of the main guys shows up and he's like, here, take these, these wristbands. Uh, oh my God. We just have these and we're going to give them to you. He puts the wristbands on them and the, and the jellyfish are like, okay, sorry then. And he welcomes them to, oh, the, the Tesselecta. It's actually called the Tess, it's actually called the Tesselecta. It's kind of a, a luxury model, the Selecta. Ah. Of the robot. And he says, don't worry, you're not guilty of anything. We're not going to kill you, even though we almost did for no reason. Well, Sorry about that, Well, the thing about this way. robot is it loves to almost kill people. Um, <laughs> Especially for no reason. Uh, I There was what I have to assume was like a little lampshade hung here, because Melody tells Amy, who she doesn't realize is not Amy yet, that she's like, Oh, you know, I think I might gradually tick my age backwards just to freak people out, which I assume is them referencing the fact that Alex Kingston is aging out of sync with the character. Yeah. Um, and then the robo, robo Amy is like, you, oh, Sam, I remember why I stopped watching Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> and it's because of this, like, you don't like the movement known as the Silence and Academy of the Question? Well, I do, mm, I don't want to say anything, but I will tell you, that the end of this arc, and, like, was basically one of the last episodes I saw, uh, because it was so fucking stupid. But anyway, yeah, they're like, on the orders of the movement known as the silence and the academy of the question, and then, the, the, you are guilty of open blast with pain mouth! They didn't suck I'm gonna her- say right here, right yeah. now, first of all, she does start saying Gagu. If the question, because they, we're, we're not really there yet, but at some point they will say, like, what is the question? It's wait, the wait, oldest wait, question wait, in the universe. Wait, 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 I want to say words. I want to say some words. Whatever you're about to say, okay. I'm going to say interesting, no comment. Of course, of course. That's that's our system. For anyone who doesn't know, that's always been our system. Uh, I swear to God, if we find out what the question is, and it's Doctor Who? 42. Oh. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Me? I'm going to... End the podcast. Can we can we not make any direct threats against any specific people besides me? I, I'm only threatening you. Oh, okay, you're only going to kill me for bringing me into this. Can you reiterate? Wait, one more time. What do you? What <laughs> if the question is Doctor Who? Doctor, I'm who? going to kill you. Doctor, Doctor Who. Interesting. No Doctor comment. Who. Doctor Who. Interesting. No comment. Um, yeah, you will be dead if that happens, Jordan. So I'll you be better dead. hope that that's not. What I will this be is. dead. Alam Dulila. Um, the doctor shows up wearing coat and tails and top hat, and he got that in his costume room, and he goes, ha ha, he he, he he ha ha, I'm silly, it's the annoying era, Tumblr era. Yeah, what was up with that? Why that? He that has a Sonic that, cane. Just being silly. He's starting doing rules, rules of the doctor, this is new, this is yeah, a new Yeah, that's bit. never come up before, by the way. And he's like, rule number 408, rule of acquisition, the time is not the boss of you, ha ha. So, oh, well, speaking of which, by the way, we didn't mention it, Stephen loves it. He pops out and he says... Sorry, you say that she killed the doctor? Doctor Who? He, they, they were, I, I, I think I said it maybe at some point they were allowed to do like once per series. No, they're ne- never allowed I, to do I think I, I said once every other series. Uh, Steven has most. done it too much. Ideally that, not at all. <laughs> Steven has done it too much that I'm downgrading that to never make this fucking joke again in front of me or I will, I will kill you and end the podcast. 
I think that this is the sixth time we've heard the phrase Doctor Who, and it's always been in Stephen Moffat episodes. Uh, the Doctor has a sonic cane somehow, and he scans it, Fine. and he, he scans Amy, and he says, oh, it's a Meet Dave type situation. I love when he says, it's a robot with 400 tiny people inside of it. <laughs> I think we see four in this episode. And then okay. he's like, Amy, Rory, if you're in there, give me a signal, and Amy beep, he, he beep, 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 with the sonic screwdriver, and then he celebrates right. by Gagu, and he falls over. Yeah, he falls over. Ah, ouch, ouch, ouch. The android starts zapping Melody again. Gagu, ouch, ouch, ouch. Uh, and the doctor says, wait, why are you punishing her for killing me? I'm not dead. And they say, well, she will kill this you. Is the and part the doctor where we says, find that's out. our business, This is the part yours. where we find out that they don't stop things from happening. They just give them their, what they determine to be their just desserts by plucking people out of the end of their timelines and then really fucking them up, making them. Giving them hell. Giving them say. the real saw treatment. And then apparently we find out that they have some kind of moral or legal obligation that if you are related to a person that has been a victim of a time crime, they have to tell you the file that they have on you because sure. the, the doctor's like, can you tell me what she did? And they're like, Nope, that's not allowed. And he says, but I'm literally about to die. And then Amy's like, no, wait, that's my daughter. Well, they, they, this is in keeping with stuff that we already have heard on Dr. Who is like, oh, nobody no, 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 should no, no, have no. foreknowledge. That's not the part that I'm hung up about, Sam. My part that I'm hung up about is that's my daughter. We're talking about, Oh, give her the file boys, friends and family privilege. <laughs> oh yeah. That, <laughs> that part. Insane. Yes, well, also, because apparently the wristband that they gave Amy Pond does include all of... Because, oh my god, we didn't talk about it earlier, but when Harriet went to the eyeball, they said, your wristband has to have the right privileges. You need to have the privileges to go into the eyeball, because you're allowed in the control room, but not in the eyeball. And she says, I just got my privileges updated. So they say, Amy Pond, you have Amy Pond's privileges on your wristband. I don't know how the hell that works, by the way, but it does. She shows off her wristband, and they're like, okay, we can show you the records. And I don't remember if the records well, they, they Well, we find out that River's song kills the doctor because the silence, who is a, not an alien, they're a religious movement, who believe... <sighs> Sam, I remember this part. Silence will fall when the question is asked. What's the question Doctor you may who? ask? The oldest question in the universe, hidden in plain sight. Which is, Sam? What do you get when you multiply six by nine? Ah, there you go. In base whatever. Uh, no, it's obviously... In whatever numerical system yeah. makes that 42. Yeah. Good, good bit. Whatever, good. whatever Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans figured out that makes it make sense. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, well, what is the question? And she says, it's the robot says unknown. And then they just resume torturing. They say unknown. It's probably Dr. Who? Dr. Who? No, Sam, I know what it is. It's It's Dr. Why? It's Dr. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, so silence will, silence will fall when when we finish our podcast. Yeah, because you won't be listening to it anymore. That makes sense. Uh, so the doctor says, uh, give me, give Amy the microphone so I can talk directly to her through the Android copy of herself, which is sort of how human brains already work when you think about it. Uh, and he says, Amy, you need to stop them from hurting your daughter. And then she looks down at her wristband and says, wait a minute. This is- I know. 
this is the part where Amy tries, I don't know if she succeeds, but she tries to at the same time win the Sarah Jane Companion Initiative Award and the Leela Cross for Killing a Lot of People Award. She doesn't successfully kill anybody. She just uses the sonic screwdriver using its psychic interface, which basically means if you think about doing it, it'll do it, which is contrary to how it's been established to work a number of times, but whatever, the sonic screwdriver is constantly changing. To just start breaking everyone's wristbands so the jellyfish start attacking them. This is a sicko award for sure. Um, but also, but nobody died. why does she start by breaking her and Rory's wristbands? She's sick of this shit. Why does she start with theirs? Why does why she break theirs Why does all? she break their wristband? I guess she just, it was a matter of fairness. Like, I'm not going to kill everybody if I'm not also not going to kill myself. Oh, because by then the, the way, jellyfish we are like, no, we will on, prioritize killing the crew that we've been working with this whole time. Did but you once like the they're part- gone, we will definitely get to you. <laughs> Did you like the part where... The doctor used his sonic screwdriver to blast a knife out of River Song's hands, Melody Pond's hands. Did you notice that? Oh, he did do that. He that did sucks. Do- Remember when he used it to make a thing explode, like make a straw target explode? That was cool. That was really cool. All though. of the people on the uh, test select to so- start beaming up. I hate when they use the phrase beaming up. That's not from Doctor Who. That's from Star Trek, guys. Come on. Little reference. Little reference. Oh, and then he does another one of his classic rules that he's, uh, you know, uh, Mel's has always been here and the doctor's always been giving rules. Uh, and this one says, never run when you're scared. That's rule number seven. Thanks, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, po- point being, he's telling Melody Pond, you have to save your parents. And then uh, Amy and Rory are surrounded by jellyfish because she decided to break their wristbands for no reason. <laughs> it was at this point as the Doctor was laying on the floor dying that my fiancé asked me, how do you think the Doctor is going to get out of this one? And I said, you know, I bet that River Song is going to give him a kiss and transfer her regeneration energy <laughs> to him, saving his life. Uh, we'll just put a pin in that for later. Uh, so anyway, unrelated to that weird prediction... Uh, Amy and Rory get even more surrounded and prepared to die. Fortunately, these are the kind of menacing monsters that warn you 500 times before they kill you. Rory looks at Amy and he's like, why the fuck did you turn my bracelet off? Why did you do that? (laughs) Doctor, what's the button to turn the bracelets back on? (laughs) Just point the sonic screwdriver at it. It works. Um, And what happens here? Oh, so the doctor like stands up. He's like in agony, but he struggles to his feet. And Melody is like, wow, that's impressive. You really do care about them, don't you? And he's like, please, you have to help me, River. And she says, who the hell is this River? You must really love her if you keep saying her name instead of mine. And she she looks at him kind of sympathetically. And then Melody pilots the TARDIS into the Tesselecta. And they save the pawns. And uh, she's like, uh, Amy and Rory are like, Doctor, you did it. Wait a minute. You're not the doctor. And she says, no, I'm your daughter, Melody. The doctor told me how to fly the, or no, the TARDIS told me how to fly it. The doctor said that I'm the child of the TARDIS. Cool. The doctor's wife is the child of his time machine and his two companions, one of which uh, tried to seduce him and kissed him. Oh, by the way, all uh, right, Sam, do you remember the part at the very beginning of the episode where where the doctor gets out of his TARDIS and Amy asks Rory permission to give him a hug? Did you like that? How did that make you feel? <laughs> Wait, was it which who asked Rory for permission? I don't Amy remember asked, which one of them. Amy it was. asked Rory if uh, for permission to hug the doctor, and he said permission granted. And then she runs over and gives him a big hug. Did you like cool. that? Did cool, you like cool, that cool, arrangement cool. that they have? 
Very normal. Very, very normal. Healthy. Very good relationship. Um, well, I mean, he, she should ask his permission, considering that she tried to fuck yeah, the doctor she did, instead she of marrying Rory. She incredibly wants to fuck the doctor. So I do kind of, I do kind of <laughs> see his, and like, she doesn't really seem to love her husband that much. From the two episodes, no, I have seen to say, him. this is our second episode that the two of them are in. They have no chemistry. Very, very not a, not a, not a, not a single ember of a spark between. I them. mean, lest we forget, I did say it at the time that I felt that you had spoiled for me the fact that she and Rory had been engaged the whole time because I was like. I mean, I was surprised that in the Rebel Flesh they even mentioned like, "Oh, my husband." I was like, "Wait, that's you just knew that Amy was engaged to a man that she didn't want to marry, and then later we find a uh, she's married to a man that she fights with a lot, and they don't get along very <laughs> but well." But it's not just that they; it's not just that she fights with him. It's like I've yet to see any like affection between you the see two. It, of you them. see Rory, and you go, "Him, him." I mean, I got, I like Rory. I like it just Rory feels too. Like they I just don't, don't feel like they're married to each When other. I see them on screen together, I'm like, have these two met? I think that they're brother and like, sister. Like, actually, this episode, there, it's like right as the jellyfish are advancing on them. They, they like say, I love you. And they like hug each other before they prepare to die. I love and you I was like, and a brother and oh, sister. Oh, they have met each other. I love okay. you in I a was... brother and sister kind of way, Amy. <laughs> We're siblings. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> What was the Kyle guys? I love you. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, they're all standing around the doctor watching him go gagu mode and he says his kidneys mm. are failing. His kidneys are always the first to go. Ah, yeah, yo, yay. And then the doctor is like, I need you to find River Song and tell her something. My name's Benjamin. What? My name is Benjamin. Oh, great. <laughs> I need you to tell her something. You're going to want to start calling me sweetie and saying spoilers a lot and uh, whatever other affectations we you do have know, that I don't remember. We, we do know that River Song knows his name, so maybe that is what he was telling her now. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I actually so. don't know. Um, it's, it's Theta Sigma or whatever yeah, it was. Sigma balls, yeah. Um, and then the doctor dies, but because of the poison, uh, regeneration is canceled. No more regeneration. Um, and then... Uh, then Melody, who, I don't know, maybe it's because she was just born, she's a baby, gotta love her, she still doesn't know who River Song is, even though it seems, maybe, I don't know, am I crazy for I mean, from it's... her timeline, she has no context for that name. I guess. She's like, who's River Song? And then Amy's like, computer, access, all files on River Song. I like that the android, which is being piloted by nobody, is just like, yep, I'm still, op- I'm still operational, here you Accessing- go. Accessing... Ten times worse than Hitler, war criminal, River Song. God. Uh, and Melody, she learns. Uh, well, it, what happens it, is the android turns into River Song, turns into Alex Kingston. Oh, yeah. Kingston. And she realizes she is that River in Song. her future, she will be the doctor's wife and true love or whatever. Whatever. And I she done. cries, realizing guess, she's killed her BF. I guess that her brainwash programming is just over now because it never comes up again. I don't know. She I mean, maybe it. it'll come up again. Got, I have no idea. She got better. Um, uh, and then I think Amy asks, what was the doctor's message for Benjamin. River? And I assume she says Benjamin. spoilers. My name is Benjamin. Uh, she doesn't know that one yet. He hasn't taught her. And then she's like, and then. No, uh, no, he, he did say it earlier. You're going to want to say spoilers. Uh, and then she does uh, kiss the doctor, transferring her regeneration energy into him to save his life. And then he comes back to I life. I think 
I think she didn't kiss him to do it. I think she, she just, like, touched him face. She does touch him face, and then she kisses him. And, and then she says, hello, sweetie, and kisses him. And then we find and out yes, that she used we find up out all of her regenerations to do this. She, like, blorped all her regenerations into him, so now he can never have a limit or whatever. I don't think that's true, uh, Sam! I don't think that's true! I don't think... I don't care. Uh... She's at a hospital, like a space hospital, but not our favorite one from the uh, that one Invisible Which, Enemy, whatever. Oh yeah, that Patreon one. Girls. Girls. <laughs> Sisters of the Infinite Schism, he says, and uh, the Doctor. Oh my God, this part where the Doctor's like, "Oh, Melody, I can't believe you did that," and she's like, "I had to try." You said that no one could save you, but you must have known that I could. And he says, rule number one, the doctor lies. Wait, he said, number one, the doctor lies. I just haven't That's done right. haven't done Hillary voice slash Jill's voice in a little while. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, again, by the way, this is just three episodes after Flesh and Stone when the doctor was doing that stupid thing where he's like, trust you have me. to trust me because I'm a liar. <laughs> Oh, and then we get another one of, like, the Doctor's catchphrases. I feel like this one comes up every once in a while where, where uh, like, the nurse or something is like, she'll be fine. And then the Doctor says, no, she'll be amazing. And I feel like the Doctor says, be amazing now, come a on, lot. you brilliant you River brilliant Song. You brilliant River Song. You brilliant war criminal. He puts a blue what? book on the table yeah, next to her bed. I assume Tardis that normal book? viewers will know what this is already and His say, wow. little TARDIS commemorative journal that you get from the I doctor. I tell who, if it was supposed to look like a little TARDIS. It, I think this, that it kind of did, but There's no much. fucking way that they don't sell this at the BBC gift shop or whatever. Oh, I'm sure. This but. is merch tie-in. And then uh, they go back on the TARDIS and they leave River Song behind to die in space. But not really, because it's a great hospital, and Dr. Marius, Marius is there with K-9, and everyone's clapping. Oh, I'm sorry, I completely forgot to talk about something I wanted to talk about, which is the fact that Adolf Hitler shoots a black woman, and then she regenerates into a white woman and becomes epic. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Hitler. Hitler murders her white, and then she becomes a hero that we love. <laughs> Thanks, Hitler. I hope you got out of that cupboard, bud. Thanks, Stephen. Why? What is wrong with Stephen Moffat? <laughs> what is wrong with this man? Hold on. I'm taking out his paper one last time, and I'm just going to write down, see me, let's talk about this. Once again, very creative and very interesting, but I have some I notes. certainly never would have come up with this. Oh, boy. Um, the nicest thing I could say about this episode is I wouldn't have written it. You know, I hope that when, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really excited. I hope Shooty God was a great doctor and I hope he's got some great episodes and great writing. I do hope that when he does regenerate back into Matt Smith, Hitler is the one who shoots him and makes it happen. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to turn white and go, oh, thank goodness. Oh, I think God, I joked Sam. about that before. No, I hate that. Don't say that. Well, we know that uh, we know that Jodie Whittaker loves uh, segregation. <laughs> Stop! Why does Jodie Whittaker? You, brilliant, I don't remember. This is a thing that we joked about you before. Brilliant I don't remember racists! What the was. Come on, you brilliant racists! I would no. It wasn't because the, she, it wasn't, she gave she gave Graham the opportunity for his dream to no, drive the bus. No, no. to be the one. Sam, who, Sam, Graham did not like to drive the bus to be the racist. He did it out of love, and it was his duty as look, a bus Jordan, driver. We took a couple weeks off. He, I forgot all the continuity of this he, podcast. No, Graham, 
once again, this is the actual plot of the episode, uh, for sure. Graham took one for the team. He loved his wife so much, and his wife loved Rosa Parks, and he knew that in order to save, stop, stop racism, he had to take one for the team and become the evil bus driver that his wife hated so much just to have to be racist and then make Rosa Parks a hero. He had to do that. He didn't like I it. I hope that they never put Hitler in any more episodes. <laughs> I hope they put Hitler... I hope Hitler comes back and teams up with the Ice Warriors to really test the Doctor's allegiance. He's gonna be the new fucking Leonardo da Vinci. The Doctor's, like, leaving notes for him that are like, Sorry, I missed you, buddy. <laughs> I don't think the Doctor likes Hitler. I think the Doctor just... I mean, he saved his life. <laughs> Is Hitler a fixed point? Or, like, could somebody do something about Hitler and nobody's done it through apathy? Let's move on. I definitely uh, think so, yeah. The doctor says, uh, I know you're not happy about leaving your daughter behind, but we have too much foreknowledge and it's a dangerous thing. He looks over at the monitor. They can't see it, but he's looking at the date, time, and location of his own death. He turns the screen off. Uh, Rory's like, hey, so our daughter gets brainwashed to kill you and in the future she's going to be in prison for murder. What's up with that? And the doctor just smiles and they kind of just drop it. Dun, God da, damn, da, he's charming. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, we're in the year. Fi- no, wait, wait, wait. There's one last oh, little thing oh, here oh, because oh, oh, Amy oh. says, "How does River even manage to find you anyway?" And he says, "Oh, Pond, haven't you figured that one out yet?" And then they never elaborate. I on haven't. It. Uh, and then we cut to River Song in fifty-one seventy-three at Luna University, becoming a professor in, or no, she's getting a degree in archaeology. Because she's, because she's looking for a good man, she says. This does tie into something that I thought was And the professor weird. who asks her, why do you want to study archaeology? And she says, because I'm looking for a good man. Presumably, he just looks at her and goes, you're like... Like a dude? Like bones? Like the, like the, <laughs> I'm looking you know the, for... Um, you know they're dead, right? You know they're like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, another dead one. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. One of these days, I'm going to find an alive one. <laughs> we got a live one, boy. Oh, never mind. Just well preserved. Um, yeah, I don't know. At, when I finished this episode, it, that's the end of the episode, by the way. When I finished the episode, I was like, that was so wild. I had a fun time watching it. I was like, I don't know, B plus. The more I Jesus. think about it, fucking B minus at best. This episode shit. is a disaster. That shit, Steven. What the fuck is going on with you, dude? Like, this is, this is to me... Because I think Steven is able to write reasonably good one-off or, or two-part stories every once in a of while. Course. But when he's trying to manage uh, overarching plot points and, and season-long arcs, he's an absolute clown at it. Um, and this episode is a fucking clown episode by a clown writer. Um, there was – it wasn't – there wasn't even any words in it. There was not an episode of words. This was just <laughs> – this was just pure see-me-after-class Steven – I'm gonna give this on a C minus. No, no you know, good. No. This bueno. is a. This is like a classic question of of time travel. Is like, why don't the time travelers kill Hitler? Like, how do you explain that? I mean, do I think just, it makes a lot of sense. Do you just sense, never bring is, it up? Or I mean, I think in, I can, in Doctor Who, the answer is they forgot. They forgot to do it. They locked him in. A, I mean, I think you can say there's a lot of reasons why I can't kill Hitler. Like the consequences of doing so are so fucking astronomical that you would create a whole different world that there's like you can't plan for that you can't know you right know, or like what, maybe it, it would like destroy space right, time like to it, change history you could just that say like massively. i can't change history that much i can save a life here and there but i can't change the entire you know 
geopolitical state of the whole world by like canceling World War Two. That's just too big. That might no, stop. They forgot. That might stop Amy and Rory from ever being born or something. Like that might create paradoxes. But it really does feel like Stephen wanted to do an episode about this, but he also couldn't really figure out how to handle it. So he just had the characters forget. Like. There's no moment where they're, like, leaving and Amy's like, we really should go back and finish that guy off, though, right? In, and the doctor's like, ooh, no, it'll mess words, like, there's In the nothing, words of one of nothing. the greatest television writers of all history, um, Amy and Rory sort of forgot about Hitler being locked in the closet. Next time on Doctor Who, a little boy named George is having nightmares about monsters there and there's scary eyeballs, eyeballs and masks there's and such. A mask. Stephen... You already wrote. You already wrote one like that. Don't try it again. It's not going to be as good. I yeah, see this a lot. Of, was ridiculous. I see a lot I, of. Great I can't things. say that I didn't have fun watching it okay. though. And it's so 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 funny that this is the third time we've seen River. <laughs> da, 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 da. It's time for the companion awards. Sam, are there any companion awards to hand out this week? Um, did Amy get a, did Amy win the Sarah Jane award for companion initiative by not trying really. to, she, I mean, she just well, kind of did what the doctor told her to do, but she also did like try to kill so many dudes. Yeah. I'm going to say no, because I think initiative requires them to like go like above and beyond. Well, I think, I think if nothing else, they have to say like, I'm going to do something that the doctor has nothing to do with. He didn't ask me to do this. He's not right. here. She had and no. No, she, I wouldn't say so. Um, she, she doesn't get a Leela Cross. She doesn't get a. Uh, what What was the medal of Mickey for? Getting owned? It was just for getting owned in a really funny way. Nobody got owned in a really. Fu- I mean, the doctor kind of did, but it wasn't very funny. And then nobody got blasted. So, well, I guess and River, nobody did any six stunts. I guess River Song did kind of get the Leela Cross. She did kill a lot of people in this episode. Yeah, it's debatable whether she's a companion. Sometimes Wikipedia says that she is. Sometimes I think I think I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give the Leela Cross to, and I'm sure that I'm sure that Melody Pond would love to win an Iron Cross. So, um, I mean, she had one in this episode, I think. Uh, so she's really loving that. Um. That's it for this week. Let's let's do our favorite part um, and ask the really important question, Doctor, which which doctor? Oh no! Silence, here comes the silence. You silence ask the question. Will fall which doctor? When the question is asked, and that question is which doctor? I want. I'm still. I'm still. Jody, I'm still in the mood for Jody. a Jody. No, wait, wait, wait. Jody, I'm still take. I'm Jody. still doing. I'm still doing Tenant's Gambit, which is if I ask for Tenant enough, we might get a Donna episode. <laughs> this is Donna's Gambit. I want Donna. Well, let's find the out. Here we go. So slim. Ooh. We got a Whitaker. Did I hear this one was good, or is this part of Flux? It's not part of Flux because it's episode six of whatever season it is. Did I hear that demons? This episode's Demons of the Punjab. Have I heard that this is good? Uh, yeah, this is C- series eleven, episode six, Demons of the Punjab. Uh, Did I hear this one was good? Because is it good? I feel like somebody told us this was a good one. Positive reviews. Demons of Punjab focuses on family and progress, solidifying the cohesive thematic stamp this season is making upon the greater series. I'm excited. Great. I'm excited to see Jody again. I'm excited to see Graham and Ryan and even Yaz. Yaz is good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, oh, I, yeah. We haven't seen Graham and Ryan in a long time. Been huh? a long ass time. And I like them. So I'm excited to go back with our, our old pal Jody. Jody, the first French woman to play the doctor. <laughs> Um, and Crisps, Chibnall, is this a Crisps? Did he write this one? He uh, did no, not. this is written by Vinay Patel. Vinay Patel. 
Presumably, uh, Chris said, I don't know if I need to write the episode <laughs> about the partition of India. I don't know if I got the bona fides to write this one. Um, all right, cool. That'll be fun. Uh, I hope. I hope it's good. <laughs> I also hope that. I hope it doesn't suck, because that would be contrary to maybe what people think. So, I yeah, like we're, so this is Graham and Ryan, so this must be before this Flux. This is before. This is a pre-Flux joint. Yeah, so this is... Where is Three it? episodes after Rosa. Ah. Uh, where's Nicola and four Tesla? four episodes before after... Battle of Ransquare of Kolos. Damn, that one was good. Where's... Oh, Nikola Tesla's uh, Night of Horrors was next series, I think. Yes. Um, cool. Well, <laughs> we always just kind of fizzle out on these ones. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up with Sam. We have a patron. Patreon. We do have a Patreon, Jordan. It's called patreon.com slash potting bros. Did you forget? I did forget. Oh, okay. What? Uh, where for $1, actually, I, I do want to say we are currently at $90 a month. And as a reminder, if we get up to $100 a month, we are going to watch the Doctor Who TV movie with the Eighth Doctor. I want to see the Eighth Doctor. Oh, the Doctor. Anyway, $1 a month gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a friend of the show. It gets you all of our bonus content. We got fan fiction readings for Secret Life and Kyle XY. We've got uh, high school movies, like high school musical and shit like that, and Beastly that Jordan thinks I would remember anything about it somehow. I want to say real quick, because every once in a while, and I don't – it's ill-advised. I know that some people insist it's still a good podcast, but some people – sometimes people like say, hey, I'm listening to Jergen It. Um, yeah, it's a good and, podcast. And I just have to say, if you're subscribed to us for those uh, Doctor Who classic episodes, which you should be because they're very fun – and uh, old classic Doctor Who writing is maybe even more inconsistent than new Doctor Who writing in a very silly ways. But you got to go back and check out some of the most batshit pieces of writing we've ever encountered, such as the <laughs> Pregnancy Pact or the Pregnancy Pact rewrite. Um, my God, what titans of text those those fix were. Uh, I will say also, and first of all, yes, but I will say also... Uh, on the subject of our bonus episodes. Next, we will be going back to the fourth Doctor yet again. Uh, it's fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane, so in theory it should be peak Doctor Who, although I think that people have said this episode's not very good. We will be watching The Android Invasion. That's a very generic title for a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> many of them are. Many of them are, but many of them are. Uh, $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show. You can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices. Sam, I got so sad just now because you said companion of the show, and I, my brain just wanted to go, and That's a reference to our last podcast. Yeah, I miss, Uh, I miss those funny noises that we got to make. And we'll shout you out on the podcast. $10 gets you an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary member of House D'Souza. We will shout you out and clap while we do it, and you can listen to us record the podcast live, which Jordan's job situation is changing, and I don't know when that's going to be. But for now, it's right now. We're recording right now. Thank you to our 5 and $10 subscribers, Dan Big Challenges Silva, Roy, Stephanie Bolding, Stephanie Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and House D'Souza, Cassidy, Destryhawk, HK, and Sauceworks. Thank you to all of our... Honorary House to Caesar members, I'm saluting. Uh, please enjoy flying away in that beautiful double-decker bus. 
I thought you were doing the Jurassic Park theme song. Uh, Sam, we're on the Noise Space Network. Yay! Oh, yeah. We're on the Noise Space Podcast Network. Lots of great shows on Noise Space. Check out Fear Baiting is back. Um, it's Woo. been back. Uh, you can listen to Fear Baiting. You can listen to Pot of Greed, which is about Yu-Gi-Oh! You can, you can listen, listen to Ella. Oh, and make sure you listen to the right pot of greed, the good pot of greed, yeah. the real pot of greed, and not the fuckers who stole the name the of an existing podcast that has like 300 episodes a and is still going. podcast that existed for like five years and still, and regularly uploads, yeah. Uh, what were you saying? Listen to what? Oh, you can also listen to LMNOP about Elementary. Elementary, you can listen to, uh, you can listen to Special Grade Snacks, and you can listen to Gay Friends Chainsaw Dog Sanctuary about Chainsaw. I believe there's gonna be some new episodes of Special Grade Snacks soon. I think there's some Jujutsu Kaisen on the way. I don't know, I don't follow that one, unfortunately. I've seen the first two episodes, and they're good, and there's no reason that I haven't seen the third episode. (laughs) There's only three of them, unfortunately. Uh, well, lots of great shows. presumably, one would think I would keep watching a show that I like. Noise space XYZ. Um, hey, we've got social medias. You can find all of our episodes. Uh, we're on Twitter at Potting Bros. Um, we're also on Tumblr at Dr. Huh. We're on co-host. And co-host at Dr. Huh. You can find me on Twitter at Brad Rex, and I have rebranded my Tumblr because Discord was silly about my name so i'm now kiwami breakfast on tumblr kiwami k-i-w-i nope k-i-w-a-m-i kiwami means extreme Um, i don't want to i don't want to ruin it but why isn't it breakfast kiwami because i thought it sounded better okay fair enough (laughs) uh i'm on co-host of positive stress uh please listen to and enjoy my other podcast sounds about Light. We just finished Ventus's story in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. How is that? Oh, it was great. We're going to be starting Terra next week, and I'm excited for that as well. I was enjoying your discussion about Xehanort being very sad about the fate of Ventus that he is directly responsible for. He's so fucked up. He basically killed a child and then wrote in his diary, I'm so like, sad. It's such a shame Why that this the- child has died. Why did the boy die? <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking, did this to I'm Ventus? Fucking the best, honestly, honestly, the best thing that Birth by Sleep gave us is is old man fucked up Xehanort. He's so mm-hmm. fucked up and evil, and I loved when I played it. And I only say this because I just have like a minute to talk about on my own soapbox about this because I'm not on Sounds About Light. That the first time I played Birth by Sleep, the part where Master Ericus is like. Master Xehanort is here to visit, and he just comes out looking like the most evil man you've ever seen in your life. And then, like, five minutes after he shows up, everything goes dark and evil. It's fucking amazing. And Ericus is just like, who did Who that? is making everything fucked up and evil? It couldn't have been my former friend Xehanort, who I stopped being friends with because he was so evil Tara, and loved the darkness. Tara, what's wrong with you? Why are you so fucked up and evil? God. Well, well, hey, if you want to hear us talk about that, we will be talking about it next week on Sounds About Light. Anyways, Xehanort's a freak, and I love him. We love Xehanort. We Zanort. love Xehanort. Thank you. Uh, that's it. Yep, that's it, everybody. Um, but before we leave, we have to pray. We have to pray. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. It's we have weeks. to pray that uh, to this I've week. I've been going to hell because I haven't been saying this prayer <laughs> this every week, week while I'm you were praying gone. that the job gets finished and someone does go open up that cupboard and finish off Hitler. Sam, can you lead us, uh, our, our congregation in the doctor's prayer? May your life flow like a melody pond. 
May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a regular pond. <laughs> May you be as lucky as an ace, who we've still only seen once, in a game of blackjack, <laughs> Arcus, who we've still only seen once. May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. May Clara make a clever souffle. R.I.P. Donna. And may the doctor light your path through time. Oh, man. Donna! <laughs> Donna! <laughs> so fucked up that the first appearance of Donna on this podcast is the doctor going, Damn, that she died. I'm so sad that I got her, she got hit by that bus. That really sucks. <laughs> that bus that, that bus that, uh, what's her name, was flying. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chad Burton. Christina. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 what was that? Donna! Da, 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 da. <laughs> Dr. Bye. Dr. Bye.